I am Doug Friedman. And I am Meredith Levy. And this is your Mental Breakdown. The mini podcast edition, little inside out offshoot for New Year's Eve. That's right. The last of 2020. Oh, 2020. So sad to see you go. (laughs) JK. (laughs) I just saw somebody, one of my friends posted something, uh, a Christmas tree ornament of a dog taking a dump and the dump was in the shape of 2020. (laughs) That's amazing. Yep. So Christmas is over. Christmas is over. Did you get good presents? Yep. Did you get or give good presents? Both. Always both. Yeah? Yep. I got some fuzzy socks, which really needed for my <laughs> fucking broken, snapped in half pinky toe, guys. Ugh. It looks better, by the way. Your 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 sausage has calmed down. Now your now your foot just looks like one big pork chop. Mm, thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna post my X-ray for you guys to see. Oof. So yeah, it's over. Good presents. You actually gave me a present. <laughs> I sure did. You sure did. I didn't even realize it was from you. I'm like, three people have my address here. And I thought it was one of the other ones because you guys have the same last name. I'm like, what? Yeah, so he said thank you to someone else, you guys. It wasn't me. But... <laughs> so I'm in CVS, like we do. We go to CVS sure. for the things we need. And we end up, it's like Target. You end up buying things you don't need. Right. So I see this baby Yoda Chia pet. It's like a terracotta pot thing in the shape of something. And you spread these seeds on it and it grows. So it looks like it has hair basically. Yeah, but it grows like an Afro grow. Yeah. Like it just poofs out. It's amazing. And so all I know is that Doug has in his office, RIP office, because he hasn't seen it in forever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's still there, but um, he has Yodas and Darth Vader's because of the analogies he uses with them all the Mm -hmm. time. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting this for him. And little do I know, by the way, that Baby Yoda is anyway connected to Mandalorian or anything current. I just thought it was a Yoda and it was little and it was cute. So <laughs> you didn't realize it was like the like tickle me Elmo trendy thing to get this year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I did not find that out until way later. But so I send it to Doug. He doesn't even know it's for me, but figures it out eventually and then lets me know. I knew he wasn't going to do it. Like I knew it. And I was like, you're going to do it, right, Doug? And he's like, uh huh. I'm like, you better do it. Well, one of my, one of my good friends here in Boulder uh, has a three-year-old and the three-year-old is all into baby Yoda. And she actually uh, was saying to me, not the, not the baby, the baby's a boy, but my friend was saying, oh yeah, you should watch the Mandalorian. And I hadn't seen it yet. So I watched that out here and binged it all two seasons of it. And it's all baby Yoda. It's, it was great. Loved it. And, uh, <laughs> her kid loves baby Yoda. Couldn't watch the series cause it's a little too violent. So I thought, oh, that, that's perfect. I'll give this to her to give to him. And, you know, we were going for a hike and he didn't want to come downstairs, but she's like, oh, Doug has a present for you. So he's like, okay, I'll check it out. And he opens it and she's like, you were just saying you wanted to grow something. This is like, from my childhood, we put seeds on it and it'll grow and it'll be really nice. And, and, it's, and then the kid goes, and it's baby Yoda. I'm like, yeah, it was <laughs> perfect. It was amazing. Could not have been in better hands. And your big worry was, I want to see it grow. I want, you better make it grow. Well, as soon as, you know, they got back from the hike, they texted me a picture. He was already seeding it and and planting it so it would grow. Oh, 
so cute. I'm so excited. Really, yeah. you did a good thing, Doug. We both did. And now yeah. I look like a rock star because I'm the one that gave it to him. Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so win-win. Absolutely. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. It's not even like a re-gift. It's like a paying it forward type thing. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That would, If only my love language was gift giving. Gift giving, gift receiving. It's gift receiving, right? I guess it could be either. <laughs> right that's we should do a a, an inside out on the the love languages and get somebody to explain it and and do it with us because truth be told my love language could be giving someone gifts that could be what makes me feel good yeah i guess that would be important to know because you giving gifts to somebody making you feel good they should feel good that you feel good regardless of the gift exactly bingo all right we have a whole new languages of love thing We'll, we'll get into that Coming soon to an inside out near you. <laughs> Speaking of 2021, <laughs> but not, but not at all. Right. So I don't know. New Year's is one of those things for me that, uh, well, first of all, I stopped going out on New Year's many years ago. I say every other New Year's or so I'll spend with my sister and the kids, brother-in-law, whatever. There was a few years in there where I was just home by myself I get some cheese, some charcuterie, some rosé champagne, and just chill. Watch movies. I am absolutely asleep. I wait till the ball drops in New York, and then I'm out. (laughs) And those were some great years. Because that's that's 9 p.m. for us, right? Yeah. Great years. And I'm fine with that. That's what I've been doing the last few years. Now that my niece and nephew are old enough to not give a shit and not want to hang out with me, fine. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to watch the ball drop in Australia so I can go to bed the day before. (laughs) (laughs) I think I can go to bed at like 6 p.m. on Wednesday. (laughs) Where have you been, Doug? What do you mean? I went to bed right after the ball drop. (laughs) Exactly. I don't think I've seen the ball drop in a long, long time. It's just, I don't like staying up that late anymore. Hell no. Somebody asked me if I was going to start playing shows again because I've been writing music out here. I'm like really jonesing to play music with people. And they're like, are you going to play live? I'm like, a, there's no live venues. B, sure, if I can do dinner theater and play at like 7 p.m., that'd be great. Would I play a 10 p.m. show right now? Hell no. I want to be <laughs> in bed under the covers at 10 p.m. Come on. <laughs> Dude, I am going to, a, they have drive-in movies now at the Santa Monica Airport. Oh, wow. I know. It's super cool. I'm going next weekend to see Coco. Oh, nice. And so I was looking at them all and I was like, oh, this one's great. This one's great. And I look and they're at 11 p.m., and I was like, wow. in what world? And so I'm seeing the one that's at 5.30 on a Saturday. <laughs> there you go. Right? Man, you remember making fun of like parents and grandparents for doing the early bird dinner at 5.30? I am the early bird. I know. I'm like, that sounds so good now. I love that. Totally. Speaking of, you know what I love? Uh, what? Not making resolutions for New Year's. Do tell. Making resolutions is a recipe. It's setting you up to fail. It's really hard to maintain and to do. I'm more into like setting an intention for the year. Me too. Here's my intention. I mean, there are people that set themselves up, I think, to fail without recognizing it. You can have the best of intentions and go, Yeah. I want to exercise more. That's not a resolution. Right. I think there's even science that proves why resolutions don't work for New Year's. Well, saying I'm going to, as opposed to I want to, right? I think that's the thing. Resolutions seem to be very concrete and like starting Monday, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And I think resolutions are like, okay, next year or this year, I would really like to 
without putting this judgment, whether we do or don't. Right. I, I mean, that's when somebody makes a resolution to go, yeah, I'm going to eat healthier. Like, yeah. Oh, that's so vague. I think if you want to make it concrete and make it specific and make it about a certain behavior, make it like, I know it doesn't sound sexy and I sound like a really <laughs> dorky therapist for saying, set an attainable, achievable goal. I want to eat healthier. Well, okay. I, I want to eat kale twice a week. Right. Fine. That's a reachable goal. Yeah. I don't know. I, I want to exercise more. Okay. But how do you do it? I, well, I want to walk for 10 minutes for the first week. Then I want to jog for five minutes and then I want to run for 30 minutes. Eventually, you know, like you, you ramp up and you build up to it. And then yeah. by the end of the year, you will have done more of it or you will have done it well, effectively. Yeah. Someone asked me recently what what intention I had set for this year did I attain or whatever. And I, for the fuck of me, can't remember what it was last year. So I don't know. <laughs> and the answer is no, COVID took it all away. <laughs> right. One of, one of my favorite New Year's Eves was spent with uh, a bunch of friends. We went out to dinner. It was maybe a dozen of us total. And we just have all having a nice dinner. We didn't all know each other. There are a few people that didn't know each other, which is kind of cool. So meeting a few new people, but really just going around the table, we went, all right, what like three words would you say sums up your past year? And what three words do you want to sum up your next year? Ooh. I like that. Right? Should we do it? Should we do it right now? Sure. Let's do it. All right. You go. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. I need more time. And this doesn't have to be the end all be all. We're just like thinking off the top of our head. Let's see. I don't know. I, I love using alliteration when I do my words and I can't think of good alliteration for this. Oh my God. I can't help it. Let's see. I'm going to go with uh, fear, hmm. growth. I want to say acceptance. Huh. Interesting. Growth and fear together. I like those. Yeah. And acceptance. Yeah. Acceptance is a good one. I like that. It's hard because I have acceptance and there's the radical acceptance. And then with radical acceptance, then comes that, nope, fuck, I changed my mind. Then we go back to turning the mind. We try to get towards back that radical acceptance. So it's not like I sit in this, like I accept everything as it is and I'm never going to waver from that. Of course I do. But as a general theme, that's what I really think I've been trying to do. Yeah. And I think part of that acceptance is accepting something, even though you might not like it. It might be difficult. It's. Oh yeah. I would say I often use the word allowance over acceptance because it's just allowing something to be what it is. Yeah. Or we call it radical acknowledgement. Right. 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 Something yeah. like that. Yeah, totally. All right. I'll go with my, my three. I'm going to do, you know, you know, poetic me. I'm going to make it all work. Yeah. <laughs> Healing, heating, and hearing. Nice. Just changed three little letters and they're three different things. It's perfect. The healing being it's been a year of healing, I think, for our country. And we'll st we're still working on that mm -hmm. for the state of the world with the virus, for myself personally, and being in Colorado and kind of finding myself again here and doing that. Yep. Love it. Heating. It got really freaking hot in LA this past year. It was 114 degrees for a couple of days during that week that we had that was brutal. Heating slash global warming, right? I mean. Yeah. And my body's been like overheating a ton. Like I, I hear and I sleep with the windows open. I love it. It's great. Yeah. That's a new thing for me this year. I'm like, yep. 
Okay. And hearing, hearing I'll go with, I've been listening more, listening more. I mean, I listen to clients all the time. I listen to my friends, but listening to myself a little more, listening to music more. Nice. Love to hear what you guys are listening to. I wonder what you guys are listening to. Yeah. Please let us know. So I'll go with healing, heating, and hearing. That, that's, that's my 2020. Okay. And 2021? 2021. What, what are your three words that you want to sum up this coming year? It's a phrase, but I want to follow through with commitment. Hmm. That means with my friends, with my family, and with things that I set for myself that I want to do right. in terms of like, maybe it's some sort of certification or reading this book or reading a series or right. whatever it is. Following through the commitment, period, and then learning, period. There are things that I do want to learn and teach myself. I would like to learn how to juggle. Wow. In the beginning of this pandemic, I said I was going to really work on my handstands, and that fell to the wayside. <laughs> I would really like to work on my Spanish, learn more. Really? Yeah. I like how this for you is like under the idea or the word learning, because you're not saying... I want to learn more Spanish. I want to get certified at this. You know, you're just going learning. I want I want 2021 to be about learning. Yeah. That's a kinder way to do it to yourself, I think. Yeah, learning, follow through. And um, man, I think I might have to just continue along the acceptance route. Hmm. Radical acceptance? Yeah. Yeah. Radical, meaning accepting what I can't control and what can I do to make it at least not worse. Yeah. Maybe better, but at least not worse, you know? Yep. And, you know, maybe 2021 will be the year that I actually take my car in to get serviced because the light <laughs> has been on for so long. <laughs> oh, did you get the triangle of death? No, it just says your car needs to be serviced. Okay. That's different. Gosh, I remember my Prius when I got the triangle of death and was like, oh no. Yeah. What's yours? I will go with, uh, this is where I'll use my alliteration, creativity connection and courage. Ooh, I like those. Creativity for me is I, I often make new things, try new things, do new things, nurturing my creative self a little more while I've been here, playing a lot more music, just who knows, maybe I'll write a book. I think just nurturing that creativity and letting that come out. Right. That's often where I feel the most connected to life and soul and, and those kinds of things. Right. Connection about that kind of connection for sure, but it's also with people, with friends, with family. And it's one thing to have done it virtually the way we have been for, wow, 10 months. I think actually connecting with people and making the efforts and when we do get to see people in person again, really like leaning into the connections that matter the most. I, I think that's that's really important. Yeah. I don't know how many people out there have not really seen other human beings or been with them, but when you do and you feel safe and you get to like have a hug or have some kind of connection, it's so powerful, so meaningful. Yeah, totally. I want to lean into that. And the courage part is really for me putting things out there. And it might seem like I do that no problem and I have a lot of confidence that's true. There are some areas where... I'm, I'm pretty timid. And especially as I talk about creativity, things that I create often just sit in my head on a shelf and they don't get out there. So that's one thing right. I, I really want to have the courage to put out 
And that's, as we've talked about, something you can do with fear. It's not about being fearless. It's about being afraid of, to me, sharing something that you've created or that you've done and that you want to say or how you want to connect and just taking the chance and putting it out there. I love those. Yeah, I'm going to do that TikTok. I'm going to do the TikTok, put it out there, not be afraid. I'm going to do it, you guys. Hell yeah. Hell Wait till yeah. you see our TikTok talk, TikTok Our TikTok? Thing. We, well, we're on TikTok now. We have a TikTok account. We're, we're just getting going. We're blowing it up soon. <laughs> just That's, you wait. I like those, Doug. Those are good ones. Thank you. I was thinking it's funny that, uh, you know, going on TikTok or doing something, it's all about something going viral. Like you'd think we'd come up with another word for it in light of COVID. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That's what it is. There's good viral and bad viral. That is so true. That's funny. I guess. Yeah. Well, we want to hear you guys. We want to hear your words or intentions or if they're resolutions, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. Your, your three words for 2020. Let me guess. It starts with go and it ends with yourself. <laughs> I'm going to guess that middle one is that middle finger, 2020. See ya. <laughs> and you know what? Here's the thing though. There are people who have had a really good 2020 who, and clients or friends who have told me they feel a lot of shame saying that they have because there's been so right. much pain and suffering for other people. Right. And it's a dialectic. It's not mutually exclusive. You can have a great 2020 while other people have a horrible 2020. And it's okay. So if you want to share positives, great. Bring it on. Yeah, all of it. That's the dialectic. It's both. It's the good, yep. the bad, and the plaid, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so share with us your your three words to say goodbye to 2020 and your three words to say hello and set the intention for 2021. And uh, we hope you guys stay safe, have fun, have a great New Year's, and we will be with you for all of the year, every year, from now until infinity. Forever, forever. Infinity and beyond. We'll talk to you guys next year. Indeed. Bye. Bye.